What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner. Hope you guys are doing absolutely well and that your Wednesday is off to a fantastic start. As I always do, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who joins us by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Shout out to everybody who joins us via podcast as well. There are a lot of you out there, and so I appreciate you guys hanging out with us whatever platform you're joining us on thank you so much do me a favor today why don't you share what's happening with the faction with any of your friends your loved ones those who love the world of pro wrestling there are a lot of folks out there who would absolutely enjoy the conversation that we have here on the faction so share that with them and while you're at it go ahead and rate this podcast and leave a comment for us wherever it is you're listening to us now all right it's wednesday so we're going to talk news and current events let's first start with monday night raw and the monday night raw ratings on the heels of Legends Night, which was a big night for WWE. WWE Raw followed it, drawing in an average of 1.819 million viewers. Now that's down by about 250,000 viewers. Last week for Legends Night, WWE Raw drew in 2.1 million viewers. Now, let me explain a couple of things. I can already hear Brandon Clack talking about you need legends on Raw, etc., etc., etc. Well, there was another thing that Raw was battling against, and that was the College Football National Championship. We cannot deny that. That was a big thing, and it picked up 18 million viewers on ESPN as Alabama defeated Ohio State. So with that said, somewhat of an understandable dip. Uh, I don't know that it would have been 250,000 had it not been for the college football championships. But be that as it may, here's perhaps one of the most significant things that did happen um, for hour one to hour three. Between hour one and hour three of Monday Night Raw, Raw lost 400,000 viewers. That's significant. Now, of course, you could say, sure, it was connected to the college football championships. And perhaps it was because last week between hour one and hour three, they only lost one hundred and fifty thousand viewers. So three times the difference there. But again, there were the college football championships. And as you move into the third hour of Monday Night Raw, that's when things really start heating up for the college football championship. So I get it. I get it. I get it. Certainly Raw was an interesting uh, situation as for the first time in WWE history, we saw WWE acknowledge that a wrestler had COVID-19. They did this on their website with the acknowledgement that not just any wrestler had COVID-19, but the WWE champion had COVID-19. And so if you watched Raw, you saw that it wasn't just uh, Drew McIntyre and his match that was impacted because we saw Triple H kind of step in and fill in. But we saw multiple wrestlers performing multiple times, which says to me that there's a larger outbreak than they will acknowledge because literally the whole show was rewritten 
to accommodate all of that. Now, here's the question. What does this ultimately do for the Royal Rumble, right? The Royal Rumble is just a couple of weeks away. Uh, certainly, on one hand, it's enough time for Drew McIntyre to quarantine and come out and be able to be uh, in what he may consider the main event against Goldberg. That's a thought. Um, but there are other thoughts in my head relative to this. Like, number one, we don't know how many wrestlers have been impacted, but it was a significant number, as you can tell from watching Monday Night Raw. The question is, what is WWE doing about COVID. We talked a little bit yesterday uh, during our year in review about the impact of the pandemic. Uh, one thing we probably didn't dig into enough was just how the pandemic impacted the wrestlers at WWE. Sure, on one hand, they didn't have to get on the road and they could spend more time with their families. The flip side to that, though, is uh, the COVID situation really did not seem to be taken very seriously by WWE. And so we saw a number of people contract the virus. Uh, we saw, obviously, storylines impacted across all three brands of WWE. NXT UK was completely shut down um, really for about five to six months. So there was a major impact. And my concern right now is I don't know how WWE is caring for it. I can tell you this. At one time, there were plans and there was talk of having fans, paid fans, attend the Royal Rumble. Um, however, comma, the thought right now, and this is actually a thing. The thought right now is not to have fans there, not because of COVID and not because of that potential impact, but because it would be too difficult to deconstruct the Thunderdome setup. Interesting. And I guess maybe it is right. A thousand plus video screens to pull that down to welcome fans and then to have it ready again for the next night. I don't know. Not my decision. That's WWE's decision, and so be it. Speaking of WWE and Monday Night Raw, we mentioned this on social media. Happy 28th birthday to Monday Night Raw. As Monday Night Raw debuted January the 11th, 1993. It was a brand new concept because uh, WWE had primarily done wrestling, of course, on Saturdays in a syndicated scenario. The Monday night slot on USA was for, at that time, primetime wrestling, which was uh, somewhat of a review of what had happened during the week, plus some additional matches coming from house shows. Um, none of them had real significance, if we're completely honest. Like, we didn't see fresh title changes on primetime wrestling we saw a lot of just filler stuff for lack of a better term um, and so Monday Night Raw brought a brand new concept to WWE and to pro wrestling in general first of all they were going to go live and it started off as a one hour show for those who don't remember uh, from the Hammerstein Ballroom which was a much smaller venue than the venues that WWE had been utilizing they had been utilizing you know arenas and the like for their TV tapings tapings like Superstars and Wrestling Challenge and those types of situations, again, that did not always produce significant um, storylines or significant matches. So that's what made Monday Night Raw different, is we didn't have 
a bunch of uh, throwaway matches. You had matches that were competitive between uh, two or more known superstars. You had moments that happened. And if you think about 28 years of Monday Night Raw, there's been a lot that has happened on that show. We would not have had the Monday Night Wars if Monday Night Raw did not first appear. Of course, you think about um, the Attitude Era. You think about so many things that happened on Monday Night Raw in terms of wild scenarios, uh, as far as things could have been taken, uh, who can forget Steve Austin and Brian Pillman um, and the gun situation at Brian Pillman's home? Or speaking of guns, the time that we thought Steve Austin was going to legit shoot Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon is kneeling in the ring and uh, there's a gun pointed at his head. And uh, of course, he, you know, wets his pants and all that type of stuff. Only then to find out it was a toy gun when he shot it and said Austin 316. Like, it's just craziness, right? All sorts of craziness. Now, many have uh, wondered what kinds of recent memories you have from Monday Night Raw. Uh, and I'd love to know what your favorite moments are from the 28-year history of Monday Night Raw. But congratulations to WWE. It is the longest-running episodic television show in TV history. You could argue it is the longest-running pro wrestling show in the sports history. And it shows no sign of surcease. So congratulations to WWE and 28 years of Monday Night Raw. We want to wish a special happy birthday to the late Shad Gaspard, who would have turned 40 years old today. Um, it's just amazing when you think about all of the things that happened in 2020. One of the saddest things that happened was the passing of Shad Gaspard. We will remember he had taken his son back in May out to uh, go swim at the ocean in Venice Beach and a strong rip current uh, took him away and ended his life. So again, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family, but uh, a special, special happy birthday to the late Shad Gaspard. So we were talking about the Monday Night Wars. Uh, the Wednesday Night Wars are a thing in 2019, 2020, and now in 2021 as AEW goes head-to-head -head with NXT. One of the things that will be happening on NXT tonight is the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. This has been going on since 2017 or so and uh, Dusty Rhodes of course a major part of the sport of pro wrestling a major pillar in NXT uh, in the performance center and the like obviously the father of Dustin and Cody Rhodes so you could argue no single wrestler has had a greater imprint on today's pro wrestling than Dusty Rhodes and so uh, the tag team classic this year is opening up from eight tag teams to 12 tag teams those tag teams will span across NXT NXT UK and 205 live all under the NXT umbrella here are the teams that will be participating August Gray and Kurt Stallion the Bollywood boys Bree Zango Drake Maverick and Killian Dane Everrise, the Grizzled Young Veterans, Imperium, Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott, Kushida and Leon Ruff, Legato Del Fantasma, The Undisputed Era, and that's Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, and The Way, being Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. 
In case you forgot, the first winners were NXT champion Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Other winners included Ricochet and Aleister Black, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, and last year's duo of Pete Dunne and Riddle. So it'll be interesting to see who wins this year. Uh, the first matches kick off tonight as Adam Cole and Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era take on Bree Zango. In addition, the Grizzled Young Veterans, who are former NXT UK Tag Team Champions, will take on the up-and-coming team of EverRise. All of that goes down as part of NXT Tonight. We also found out last week that there will be a women's tag team classic this year as well. That should be exciting. We look forward to more news on that. And you've got to wonder, will the winner of the Tag Team Classic perhaps get a shot at the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions? Who knows? All sorts of things. I can't wait to see what tag teams will be involved in that. But first, we've got the male Tag Team Classic kicking off tonight. On the AEW side, it's night two of AEW's New Year Smash, which will be headlined by the TNT Championship uh, as Darby Allin will take on Brian Cage. We'll see the NWA Women's World Champion Serena Deeb take on Ty Conti. FTR battles the Jurassic Express. Pac battles Eddie Kingston. Miro takes on Chuck Taylor. And the Elite will be involved in a six-man tag match which should be very very interesting Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and as we saw going off the air last week on AEW Dynamite it looks like we could have a cross promotional Bullet Club reunion how crazy is that so of course NXT and AEW Dynamite kick off tonight 8 p.m. Eastern on both USA and TNT respectively certainly be checking that out. All right, we're going to get out of here. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's show. Remember, tomorrow we continue our Throwback Thursday uh, look at Lucha Underground, which I think you're going to find tomorrow's presentation very intriguing. Friday, we'll be recapping, of course, NXT, AEW, and all other sorts of big news in the world of pro wrestling. Also, big reminder, as a matter of fact, I'm going to make sure we put this up on our Faction Facebook page. Uh, If you've never had a chance to watch SHW, if you've not subscribed to independentwrestling.tv, we've got something really, really special that we want to share with you. Our two-year anniversary show that took place back in October, it's called Still Here 2. It features a big title match between Corey Hollis and Joe Black, along with some other incredible matches, including the Rock and Roll Express getting a shot at the SHW Tag Team Champions, the Lynch mob for the first time we're offering that show completely free gonna put the link up for you on our facebook page it'll be a great opportunity for you to check out all things shw and our big anniversary show you'll get to hear yours truly on commentary as well i'd love to get your thoughts on that so we're gonna put that on our facebook page today be on the lookout for that. That's going to be fantastic. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the action that you see here from Southern Honor Wrestling. Again, it was our big anniversary show still here too, available that took place this past October. You'll be able to check it out right now, actually, on our Facebook page. All right. With that said, we're going to get out of here. Here's to an amazing Wednesday. We hope to hear from you by way of social media today. Let us know what you think of today's show. And until next time, it's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, 
Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. Collectively, we're known as The Faction. Have a great day. I lead my people, here we go.